0: A reading from the prophet Zephaniah, the third chapter. I will leave in your midst a people humble and lowly. They shall seek refuge in the name of the Lord, those who are left in Israel. They shall do no injustice and speak no lies, nor shall there be found in their mouth a deceitful tongue. For they shall graze and lie down, and none shall make them afraid. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, let not your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. I will gather those of you who mourn for the festival, so that you will no longer suffer reproach. Let us pray. Look in mercy, O Lord, upon your faithful people, and by word and spirit bring to completion that good work which you have begun in us. Gather in your people that all the world may see and know that what has been cast down is raised up, and what has grown old is made new, until the work you have begun in us is brought to its joyful fulfillment in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours from God our Father, through His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The Word of God, from the reading from Zephaniah that comes to us at this time, comes to us from verses 14 and 15. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion! Shout, O Israel! Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem! The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again... Your evil so far our text Zephaniah is one of three Old Testament prophets to write down God's word after the Babylonian captivity Zephaniah is known as a joyful prophet he sees the joys of the Lord even in the gloom of post-exilic life no king no independent nation just a piece of paper that says they were able to rebuild the temple and resume worshiping the Lord where he commanded his name to dwell In the midst of gloom and uncertainty, Zephaniah tells Zion, Fear not, but gloom, uncertainty, and doubt breed fear. How can Zephaniah say, Fear not? How can he say, Sing aloud, shout, rejoice, and exult? He gives four reasons. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has cleared away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall never again fear evil. First, the Lord has taken away the judgments against you. The Babylonian captivity was over. The children of Israel were back in Jerusalem. The city walls and the temple were rebuilt. All the visible judgments against their sin were gone. God had removed them. They were back in the promised land, back in the land of their fathers. Everything was going well for them. They were experiencing God's forgiveness. Blessed is the man whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. Israel's sins had been covered. All the judgments that stood against them, God had taken away. They had been forgiven. And those who are forgiven have no fear. God has also removed the judgment that stood against you. In your baptism into Christ's death, every judgment against you was washed away. They are no more. Forgiveness is yours. You walk in newness of life, in the day of salvation, which is today. God says to you, I will gather those of you who mourn before the festival, so that you will no longer suffer reproach. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Comfort comes because every tear will be wiped away. We will be able to celebrate the feast. But which feast? The Passover, of course. Anytime the prophets mention the feast, they mean the Passover, the primary feast of the church year. This is why we read Zephaniah during the Easter Vigil Service. The service the night before the Passover. Not the Old Testament Passover, the New Testament Passover. Jesus passing over from death to life, rising from the dead to give us forgiveness. Forgiveness that is fearless. Fearless because your judgments are gone. Your judgments are gone because he has cleared away your enemies. Assyria was gone. Babylon was gone. Israel had no enemies left. There were certainly pockets of people who didn't like Israel, but they weren't able to mount any substantive campaign against them. God has wiped them all away. There are no more enemies for God's people. As God's child, you have no enemies either. Sin has been washed away in baptism's regenerating flood. Satan was defeated by Jesus in the wilderness. Death. The last enemy to be destroyed has been destroyed by Jesus' death. All your enemies are gone. There are still remnants of them. You still get sick. You will still die unless Jesus comes back first. But you do not fear them because he has already defeated them. And you can fearlessly rejoice and exult in his defeat of them. Zephaniah's third reason is the king of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. They had weathered the 70-year storm. Now they had to learn to live in their new surroundings. Zephaniah told them to rejoice because God's blessings were coming their way. To live without fear. God is in their midst. His blessings were coming back to Israel because he was in their midst. God always promises blessings by being in their midst. He commanded Israel at Mount Sinai, Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. God's promises to pour out blessings upon his people with whom he dwells. Zephaniah stretches this joyous pouring. The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. You are able to fearlessly rejoice because God rejoices over you. God's rejoicing centers around repentance. You are able to fearlessly rejoice because God rejoices over you. God's rejoicing centers around repentance. Lent centers around our need for repentance. When you come to repentance, when you confess your sins, God and all his heavenly hosts rejoice. In this rejoicing, God casts out all fear. He washes away every sin. He destroys every enemy. He dwells with his people. These are all great reasons why you can rejoice with victorious fearlessness. The final reason to rejoice fearlessly is you shall never again fear evil. God has cast out all fear. God has taken away your sin. God has come to dwell with you. In God's presence, there is nothing to fear. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent. You fear no evil because God is with you. His rod and staff comfort you. The rod of his word, the staff of his pastor. These comfort you because they are proofs that God is with you. When you place yourself in God's refuge, you hear his word proclaimed. Your spirit rejoices because it has nothing to fear. God has taken it all away. He gives you victorious fearlessness. You fear no evil because no evil can hurt you. You are clothed with Christ. You cannot get any closer to God. Evil cannot come near Christ. You are covered by him. He protects you from every evil. You have nothing to fear. Your victorious fearlessness is a product of your baptism. Your baptism gives you reason to sing aloud, to shout, to rejoice and exult. Your God is with you in your midst. He comes to you in his word. He comes to you in his sacraments. This is why you rejoice. This is why you are fearless. This is why you are victorious. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
1: Lord, you were favorable to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the iniquity of your people. You covered all their sin. You withdrew all your wrath. You turned from your hot anger. Restore us again, O God of our salvation, and put away your indignation toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you prolong your anger to all generations? Will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you? Show us your steadfast love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. Let me hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, but let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him. That glory may dwell in our land. Steadfast love and faithfulness meet. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs up from the ground. And righteousness looks down from the sky. Yes, the Lord will give what is good. And our land will yield its increase. Righteousness will go before Him. And make His footsteps away.